The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I talked to Vitor Belfort, and uh, he makes a very, very stunning announcement, and Matt hurts my hand. <laughs> Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Serra. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, Matt. Good to see you, pal. How are you? Doing well. Before we start, if I could say for the before, I want to say this publicly before I forget. Me too. Fuck Chris the producer. Uh, that's what I was going to admit to. Having, oh, we, I, you... we well, we did. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> we Quickly, met, yes. Had an inappropriate relationship uh, before you got here. Okay. No, I wanted to say that I interviewed Patrick Wilson, a great actor uh, from Insidious, from The Conjuring, and. He's a big, big, big UFC fan. Bring a picture of him up for me. Because yeah, I know I, when I see you, him, I want to go, that's him. He's phenomenal. I know him. You absolutely okay. know him. So what do you say? Why am I eating this? Uh, that he loves UFC. Okay. And I, I asked him about Francis and Stipe, and he knew enough about those guys. And oh. We talked a little bit about uh, Habib and, uh, and and Tony Ferguson. Like he's not, he's not just a guy who knows Conor and Ron. Like he's a like, real fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's making the circuit this But guy. he wants to come on and, and do the show. So let's get Patrick Wilson on the show because he's a yeah, big fan. I might be wrong about this, but I believe he's in something right now with Liam Nielsen or no? Mm-hmm. Yes? yes? Oh, I thought you were going to give me a high five. No, nah, I will. It, it, was that, it was kind of like a karate chop. No, I, I was I, agreeing. He's okay. in the, uh, sorry, he's in the, um, tell me. It begins with a C with Liam Nielsen about a train, the commuter. Cuckold Chronicles. No, that's the Jim Norton home oh, video story. Oh, oh, oh. I'm patting your hand. I know. Yeah, it's called The Commuter. And Liam Neeson, I don't love. Because it looks like he dyes his hair with soy sauce. I'm a man with a set of certain skills. <laughs> Shut up. But that one was that yeah, we'll get stunk. Back to the, yeah. Taking stunk. But he's a great actor, and this one actually looks really good. I uh how I knew that was my when I'm home in the mornings, my wife loves the Kelly Kelly Ripper. Of and, course, and, uh, and uh, is it Strayhand still? What? Kelly and Mike. No, no, it's it's uh, Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. No, oh, right. My Michael wife left for loves that. And I'm friends with uh, Consuelo, the, the husband of uh, Kelly Ripper. Mark Consuelo, a nice guy. Hmm. I'm not going to say friends. I'm acquaintances with him. Yeah. Nice guy, though. He actually got in touch with me when his kid wanted to do jujitsu. I point them over to Henzo's. But um, so that's why I seen that dude on there. That dude. We give the guy respect. He watches the fights. Patrick. Uh, Patrick Wilson. Cummings. Who? Patrick Wilson. Patrick okay. Cummings is a fighter. I know that. He I has know. a great mustache. He certainly does. <laughs> and a great last name. All right, let's talk some UFC stuff. Yeah, let's talk. Because before we got on air, Chris yelled at us. No, no, no. Before we got on air, no. Listen, he's the producer. He, it's his job to kind of uh, keep us on track because we can go all over the place. I should say me. I don't like how Matt now all of a sudden Matt who yelled at you now I'm going. Yeah, Chris yelled at us and he's like, "Well, come on, Jimmy." No, no, no. Don't down, get no, me no. wrong, though. Now he's reasonable. No, now. no, I'm not. No, no, but no, because I do that first, uh-huh. and then I, then I, then I start attacking a little bit. But I'm not no, gonna because no. I like. I have a strong like for that. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, I like, you. Well, can I just say, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't like, no, we can't do so. I was just like, no, why no, don't no. we do this? No, and then we'll okay. get to that. It's right? okay I mean, to be the fun police. You call them the fun okay. police. It's okay to be the, I, I did call them the fun police. Fun police. Because I like that fun. So before we got an air, like a little child, like somebody, a conversation that was probably had, like it, um, that happens like in a junior high school or something. I go to Jimmy, hey, you remind me to tell you the new game I'm playing. <laughs> Which was fine. I'm a 43 year old man. It's okay. Should I be ashamed? No. Shame. Shame. Oh, not for that. Oh, yeah. And then before Matt goes, I'm a humble warrior. I go, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not first of all, that's Roxanne. Uh, <laughs> Montefiore. Yes. Yeah. No, but I am. No, because 
they said that people are saying about the they're still talking about the video game thing. Speaking of that, yeah. But they're like, hey, Kamora King. They're still coming up. Kamora with King is That's, actually not as. But bad. it's Kamora Savage. I took it already. Well, I run, you can I, change it. I'm not changing it. I'm running with the Kamora Uriah, chap. I had a great. What I took out of that conversation, that interview with Uriah Hall, is you have to stick by your this. You have to stick by your decision. That was him being polite. No, he well, he meant it. All right. He told me as a friend to stick by my choice and be proud of it, and I am. Because he was I'm a Kamora friend, he did, Savage. You know, he wouldn't say he liked it. He said, "You got to stick with that." There was a it was a distinct uh, pregnant pause when you asked. I've that. never heard a bigger pause. Right. The, the, you know what? I really like that Uriah Hall. I do too. And we got um, his upcoming opponent, Vitor Belfort, calling in. Oh, that's right. You uh, know that? Yeah. We have today's to episode. I today, Vitor is calling, so we have to try to say things that are going to make Vitor. Have the wrong strategy. Yeah, that's our goal. Do we like? I like Vitor, but I, like, I know Uriah. I, I like Vitor too, and I know him longer than Uriah. I've never but met him. I feel very. I feel way more closer to Uriah. I feel Uriah is a buddy now. I'm going to ask Vitor. When I see Uriah, I get happy to see him. Vitor, it's all do you, smiles. Do you think your karate chops will be the difference? So Vitor, how soon bout? are you going to go for the double leg, Vitor? Let me put you under these hot lights. Are you gonna? Are you? Are this gonna be a stand-up battle? I know you're hanging out with the old uh, Mister Zahabi. My God, he has a record going back to what? October of '96. Yeah. yeah, it's absurd. He has yeah. been fighting. Man, he he likes to fight. Yeah, Victor Belfort likes to be in a scrap. Yeah, Man. for sure. God damn, he's fought a lot of fights. It so. is an interesting question. Is he gonna try to go for? Because we know Listen, what his style is for most of his career since '96. He likes to gonna, come at he's people. He's gonna look to strike, look the blitz. Yeah. And then I believe he's going for a takedown. His first loss was I, to... Should I ask him, is he going for a takedown? I don't want him to give away the strategy. I know he doesn't want to give away the strategy. But I know you're working. I'm going to tell him. Go, Vito, I know you're working with... What's his name again? Farasa Hobby. I know, motherfucker. I, I want you to, me to say it. Farasa <laughs> Hobby. So, yeah. Am I saying Zahabi right? Zahabi, you're saying right. I yeah. can say, I'm going to say Mr. Zahabi. I know you're working with um, Sifu Zahabi. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, this guy likes the game plan. He likes the game plan. He's big on the game plan. Yeah. Are, you, are we, are we going to be looking to see some of your black belt skills? Or are we going to... I know you don't want to give away... To, I'm acting like I'm really talking to him. <laughs> but anyway, back to the other thing. I just said to you, Jimmy, that I wanted to talk about a game I played. And I just... And, yes. I, mean, I, and I was happy. I was smiling when I was said it. Was it Monster Rain? No, we're going to talk about it later. Oh. What is that? It's a, it's a Jim Norton classic. A game I played as a boy. Yeah. I heard about that, Jimmy. I didn't play that game ever. <laughs> I don't want to play that game, Jimmy. <laughs> no, I don't judge you, but I don't want to play that game. I heard about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people could look that up. I don't All want. Right. To, I heard about it though. It's, it's, it's. Your friends played that too. It's popular with my friends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they can look that it's up. Great game. Special. It's a, well, you know, uh, opinions could differ on that. All right. If it's a great. It's not game a game you want to play. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna get into that. I'm gonna keep people in suspense. At the end of the show, to make everybody happy, <laughs> we'll talk about the new game. Okay. I'm playing on the HTC Five virtual reality. All right. You know what's funny though about what? the <laughs> we get right back into the UFC. I, you know, I, I watch old. I, I watch clips of uh, Joe Rogan. Um, I'm not. It's just I don't want to sit on the toilet. But usually when I sit on my toilet, I got my my iPad and I scroll through YouTube. But I saw a thing on him with uh, the virtual reality, so I clicked on it. And it was him talking about the the system I have, and it is one thing that stood out. He goes, "Yo, I could not have that in my house." He goes, I can't have that in my house. And I understand why, because every fucking second I got. Fuck, not every second. Can I see what it looks like on the screen? Do we have a, a, a thing? I, I want to see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, I should get sponsored by these motherfuckers. You should. Um, you think I'd it, like it? So do they have porn for it? So much. I believe they do, but I can't explore that because my kids are there. Absolutely. And you wouldn't. Don't know, you wouldn't that's get... me. That looks like me if I had hair, but that's what you're looking at. No, I want to see what it looks the, like, what the game looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not a guy with a helmet. Oh, you know? Okay. But I'll tell you, I've been playing this. Oh, fuck, I might as well just say it. Fucking Christopher Dusa, you fuck yourself. Just do it. Just do it. Look but at this. Big fight to talk about after you're done. Oh, we got a lot. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, fine, yeah, police. What the fuck, what the fuck <laughs> well, is that? It's just a tease. Okay, you can you can talk about it now. But remember, we're gonna talk MMA. Yes, of course we are, buddy. But let me tell you about this game. <laughs> Listen, it's called a standout battle royale. It is. It's like fucking Hunger Games. <clears throat> You jump out of a plane, parachute out on a fucking now, island. Is it a commercial flight? You gotta talk to me, but you gotta listen. This is so good, oh, Jimmy. Sorry. Jimmy, you'd love this, Jimmy. Okay. So, could you go to uh, what is st- it called? Stand-, Stand Out Battle Royale. And it's a bunch of, you get dropped off on this fucking island, 
and there's like a big perimeter, like a big blue thing you can see in the sky, so you don't go out of bounds. It's and, all around you, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of space. It's all like, and you have to find weapons. They're in houses, and they're in there, and uh, you know, you. It's a mad rush. Once you once you parachute down, it's last man standing. It's a everybody's got to just. Whoever's left on the island, so you guys kill everybody. This? So you find all these. This look, this is it. See what you're seeing? Who's that so guy in the corner? You have to look at that. No, no, that guy's playing. That's just that, the that guy, that, you're planet. seeing what he's seeing. So, what, so the audience at home, we're watching at a wow. guy playing. Why is it cartoony instead of real looking? But if you if you look at, you're looking at that. That's all you see. So you're literally in the game. Look, you could jump in here, jump in a fucking thing. But, but what is it when you're going for? Are you physically running in space? Nothing. Or what are you doing? No, no. See, on that, you push forward with your thumb, oh, and it I makes see. you move I around. See. Okay. And you, but it feels so natural. And you explore and shit. You're getting guns. You're fucking. It might look like not the best kind of gravity, but when you're in it. It's fucking addicting, dude. Why don't they have, like, why is it always gun games? Why not a game where, how about Marge goes shopping? Hmm. Where all of a sudden you're in a virtual reality store and somebody's got the last can of peas and you have to go and find it. <laughs> well, there might be games like that, Yeah, I was going to say, I know you're joking, but they probably will have, like, second life How about Marge stuff. goes shopping? I'd love to just kind of go in there. You know you should shut that off because it makes me want to play it. Hey, look, where's the tomatoes? And he goes, oh, they're over there and you have to swing from the chandelier. Dude, dude Marge goes shopping. <laughs> Is that the game you want to play? I do, where you go in there and everyone's not shooting each other. You hear the crinkle of the bag and you're like, careful of the eggs. Who's your favorite superhero, Pete Burns? Who's my... The average working Joe. <laughs> That's who my favorite what superhero is. That's the fireman. I thought you were going to give the Robin De Niro speech from fucking... Um, what was it? What's it? Bro the Bronx Tale. What do you make? Oh, about I, the regular working yeah, man. Yeah. The working man's a sucker. You're, he's right. The working man's no. a little shit. I would have put him over my knee. No. Yeah, Dad. Yeah, he was right. The working man's a sucker. What do you go to working man's brave? No, no, no. They're the cowards. Now, what do you say? We're yeah. fucking it up. I think you're no, right. No, no. I'm the. Your daddy's the hero. I don't know what the you fuck. You got the working saying. man. The guy that gets up. It's hard to do. It's hard to compete. I'll ask Bob when I see him. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Ah. Ask him about the next fucking... Uh, you went to the, that uh, Christmas... What did you do? You went to a party. Yeah, it's his family Christmas party. Oh, no, that was it, huh? What am I going to do? Not go. Bob asks you go. Fuck. Let's talk, he let's, likes me. Listen. listen. Can't help it. He does, of course. Got good taste. Before this guy has a heart attack, let's talk some fight. fight oh, I think I want to talk more movies. Oh, <laughs> He's probably getting yelled at. They're like, talk up. fight. No, I just I'm I'm excited about it, Listen. so I wanted to talk about it. And we're not allowed to talk before the show. We don't right. really talk about it. That's, That's right. True. Yeah. All right. Well, well, go ahead, Chris, the producer. You bring something. You up wanted about to talk about it. Uh, go ahead. Oh, well, the news. Bring up some news, man. The big news. Is what that is it? Max Blessed Holloway is going to be fighting Frankie Edgar on March 3rd for the featherweight title. Well, that's what I want. That's what we all wanted. Yes. Uh, Jim, get off the table. Stop clapping. Jimmy, I, I'm excited. I'm happy. Too. I'm excited too. I like Max and I love Frankie, so I really want to see this fight. Uh, Frankie was hurt and um, now he's not. This is so interesting because. Who's number one? Is it Jose Aldo? Or Frank? Yeah, Frankie's Aldo's still number one. Yeah, I mean, Aldo. Frankie's number two. Man, I mean, but uh, listen, styles make fights. And it is so. That's what's so. That's why I love this game so much because I wasn't really interested in um, seeing Frankie fighting Jose Aldo again. No, I didn't care about that. It's just the style. It just makes it because it, it, it's just it's a difficult style. I don't think Frankie could figure out that puzzle. And not only that, one some of the fights were razor close. A couple of them, they were both close fights. Right, he fought, they fought yeah. twice. Yeah, the one at two hundred was a like I think it was. Yeah, clear it's that like you Jose knew that. Won, yeah, but, yeah. Frankie's always in the fight, but. I want to see how how Max Holloway deals with uh, Frankie's style, with the in and out. Not to mention the takedowns. You know, I mean, Jose Aldo wasn't really looking to put him down yeah. until he was already, you know, right on wobbly, wobbly legs. Man, those were some rough beatings. He took two beatings in a row that were really, really similar. Yes, uh, Jose Aldo with Max Holloway. Same round too. Third round, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. For, for, I mean, but Frankie. Frankie's a different animal, man. He's got a different set of skills, a unique set of skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like taking. No. What, what was better, taking or taking two and three? I didn't see the second two. Uh, I didn't see the fourth one, taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably be the best one, it right? Sure would. <laughs> and me and my ex CIA buddies dye our hairs with soy sauce. You know sauce. the worst part about that uh, movie? Yeah, the was beginning when, to the end. <laughs> well, I mean, when he, the girl got kidnapped, and it's, it wasn't bad, and but like, you know. It was kind of like, oh man, he got, now he's got to find them. But when he found the dude, and, and Liam Nielsen's in the kitchen, and he found the dude that said good luck or something, he read to him like, hey, you know, uh, I found, I told you I'd find you, and he's in a, he's not even armed, I don't think, and he takes out like the, he does the whole Steven Seagal shit where he takes out a, a room full of fucking, 
whatever these guys were, uh, terrorists. And, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm like, it dude. Stinks. Jump the fucking shark. He had stunk. I mean, he said a lot. Jump the shark. She runs all awful. <laughs> Dad. Fucking yeah. asshole brings her a stupid. I didn't watch the way she ran. The no. stepfather brings her a pony. Yeah. Liam Neeson shows up with some childlike musical instrument. Karaoke machine. Oh, fucking awful. It's bad. I know you have a dream. At the end, though. Fuck, he brings the singer. Yeah, Such shit. The singer. the singer was a, a bitch, wasn't she? Terrible yeah. movie. Anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. Max Go Holloway, back. Frankie Edgar, March the 3rd. Where is this fight happening? In that Vegas? is in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Who else is on that fight or we don't know that card? Um, yeah, nothing else is really booked out for that one. but That's UFC 222. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's fun. It's fun to have Max back that quickly. You know what I mean? He's he's always great leading up to a fight. And like th- those two, I think, are going to be really UFC fun. UFC 500. When does that happen? That's a big one. Yeah, well, it's going to be a while from now. <laughs> How many? That's another... T- four years, maybe? 500? No. Yeah. More than four years, buddy. Way more than four Hold years. On, New York. They do 10 a year. What are you looking at? I'm going to look. Yeah, so, that's a real 40 news. years. Nobody cares about that. Oh, you're saying that was way too... <laughs> Soon, yeah. It'd be like oh. 40 years. What am I seeing here about either Nate Diaz or TJ Dillashaw? Can you give me some news? Give well, Diaz some, is talking about... I want about, some gossip. Diaz has been talking... Uh, he did some... He sent, sent out something to Twitter, Instagram about having a great boxing match. I, I guess he wants to box now. And um, and then also... Um, well, he's saying he's back in action. Yeah, so whether, so who knows if he's just sparring or he's trying to box, but it, you know, it's making people wonder if he's getting ready to come back. And TJ Dillashaw is talking about the fight again with Mighty Mouse. He wants that fight. He said something about the Dominic Cruz fight uh, left a bad taste in his mouth. That I would like to see. I would much rather see them fight than him and, T- and DJ, but it's still a fight uh, I want to see. I don't know about that. No, you'd rather see TJ and Demetrius? Look, I mean, well, well, you know, Demetrius needs a, he needs a challenge, man. He needs, and, and TJ is What's on TJ, the line, man? Look at him. What's, what's on the line? What's on the line? How about being one of the best pound No, 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 no. Ever. Are their belts or do they meet at a catch? What do they do? What? He, well, well, TJ said he's going to go down there and fucking take that strap. What do you mean? Did he say that? Yeah. Like at that. one point he did, yeah, but Mighty Mouse might go, he's not going to make though. He's never made that way. Yeah, well, listen, didn't fucking Borg have a problem with that? No, Mighty, Mighty Mouse has to, you know, no offense, he's going to have to play his video games and watch his calories and do his thing. And then <laughs> TJ's got bound to do the right thing. Otherwise, it's all on him. TJ said he has to put weight on, then cut weight. So, you know what I mean? Like the muscles on, the muscle on when he's fighting at um, his normal weight, uh, his normal weight class. But hey, but and then is that going to fuck up TJ though with his body? I mean, to go back up? I don't know. I mean, he, like he 10 pounds, right? it doesn't really seem like he has too much of an issue in like some of the embedded shows and things that I've seen. Like he has, he has a pretty clean He's, diet. How much so. will he have to drop? Mm-hmm. 10 pound difference? Mm-hmm. It's not 20 pounds, is it? Well, it's 135 to 135. Oh, 35 to 20 to 10. Yeah, yeah, okay. So who knows what he walks around at, but. Yeah, but that's what he's saying. Yeah. He could walk up. He, he, uh, listen, I if anybody's professional, I can't see that guy not making the weight. I think he would do everything super, super I think so professional too. and make that work. Yeah, and when he looked ripped against Cody Garbrandt, so he was probably pretty close to 135, I would think, anyway, you know, going into fight week. like. Mm, I mean, well, I mean, only he, but if he's that confident yeah. that, that he's going to make the weight, he'll fucking make the weight. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, there's too much money at stake to not make the weight. That's that a awesome big fight. fight with the, uh, and uh, that's a huge fight, man. And then the other, and listen, those three, I'd like to see... As far as we, uh, T- TJ, um, Dominic Cruz, and uh, and Cody, I mean, all those you could it, it, you could make a matchup with any one of those three and switch them around. And does Cody and Cruz have to fight again for the shot at TJ? Well, I think I think you got to put Rivera in the mix also. Yeah. Like he's he's still out there because he was supposed yeah, well, to fight Cruz. Oh, right. uh, was he? Yeah, that's right. That's why he's and he's not. Wasn't there some shit with him and, and, and yeah, uh, Marlon and Marlon Marais is in the mix as well. So how is uh how's um oh and congrats to uh to Marlon on his black belt under my butter a uh, brother uh, but I said I was gonna say brother and buddy <laughs> buddy yeah so I said uh, butter brother yeah to my good friend uh, Ricardo Meda gave Marlon oh, Marais his, his uh his black belt so that if anything deserves yeah that's right I mean a black belt a Jedi black belt jujitsu well, fuck yeah how I'd was- be clapping too I'd still be clapping calm down Chris how good is Ricardo Almeida. Oh, he's fucking phenomenal. He is, right? Oh, he's so great. He was in here. He's, I have to have him back when you're here. Yeah. Uh, he was like my... my I mean, did I meet him? He might have been here when I was here. No, I, was on the no, phone I think... I think uh, yeah, maybe you Yeah, maybe you called in. I don't think you were in studio. I called in. I was here, in yeah. Uh, Iceland. Yeah. 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 I mean, coming up through the like through the ranks, he was the one guy that me and him used to just battle. I mean, I took some nice beatings from him. You did. Good good friend of mine. Love that guy. Do you still, do you still uh, roll? 
Uh, the last time we actually moved a little bit was before either his Matt Hughes fight or my Matt Hughes fight. Maybe I was going to fight Trig and he was going to fight Hughes. I got to see. When you, that's the last time I moved him a little bit. But, but I mean, coming up, there's a picture I love that I put on my Instagram of me and him uh, at the old 25th Street. Hansel Gracie used to uh, rent out a kung fu place. And uh, we'd be on the second floor. They had these big windows. And you see Henzo in the back with our buddy Robert, one of the tra- one of the guys there. And uh, you see me and Ricardo just like like two bulls locking horns, man, right in front of him. And that that that, that memory sticks out a lot with me because you know, we used to train. It wasn't even like, all right, we're going to train for five, ten minutes. It was one of those where we smack hands and just go. How long would you go for? It would, I mean... Back then, I did. I, I mean, you get tired, but I don't. I never. I wouldn't get tired the way I get tired now. I would. I could roll for, for a long time, man. But we would just battle, battle until, just to try to make our fucking sensei happy, and you know. Henzo, Were you working then or fighting professionally? No, Henzo got me out of a. a I was doing all night security just so I could train with Henzo Gracie. Wow. You know what I mean? So no, you would leave there and go to no, security no, gig. But but at that point, when I me and Ricardo started, when Ricardo got here, I already got rid of that gig because Henzo saw me. Tired, you know, because I'd be training, I'd be working in a fucking, <laughs> I'd be gone in the SD Lauder building in a fucking security Where guard. Where was that? It was in Melville, Long Island. So you were the overnight guy? I was the overnight guy with my clip on tie and fucking miserable. Would you ever fall asleep on the job? A hundred percent. hundred percent. And I'd also bring a half a dummy with me with a vest on. And I would fucking practice strangling it with a guy. And this was back before people really now. Oh, this guy's an upcoming fighter. Back then they didn't. UFC was still kind of. Oh, they yeah. didn't really know. So I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Is this they guy? have dummies They'd you can practice in. strangling. Well, now they have better ones. But back then, I just had a big <clears throat> dummy and I had half of it. Like so, it was like no legs. And then I, uh, I, I, I just put a vest on it, and I would just practice strangling it. I'd get out of the. I'd, I'd be knee on belly and, and fucking be blasting it, and and the guys would pull up sometimes, and because it was like it was down like a, a, a what do you call it area industrial area. Like. Yeah. So uh, the guy, the, the overnight guy, the guy would come to check on me and be like, "Oh, what the fuck? Would you I'm get a dummy and I'm fucking? Would you get bored at that job? Oh man, it'd be rough. I read a lot of comic books. You did. Yeah, it was before fucking social news media and and, and smartphones. It's back in the day, man. Did you yeah. ever have to? Did, did you ever have to like? No, 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 nothing, nothing ever happened over there. No, no, it was, it was fucking horrible. But I remember just being like, man, I was getting tired in class sometimes. And Enzo goes, "Listen, man, why are you? What's the matter with you?" And I go, "Enzo, man, I'm, I'm really, I'm not getting a lot of sleep at all." And from that job, because you're not, you're really not supposed to be up all night. I was getting major anxiety because I wasn't sleeping right. Yeah. So I remember just getting weird anxiety where I would just get to the academy and almost be like, not the fun-loving guy you know now. Just yes. Get there. And just fucking train, not even really talk that much. And then, and then Henzo, you know, Henzo took a liking to me and took me under his wing. He goes, "Listen, quit that fucking job." He goes, "Work here, man. I'll work here." I showed up the next day with fucking literally. I went out. I bought rubber gloves. I got the cleaning products. I started cleaning the fucking urinals. I was so happy just to fucking be a part of that. You know, Master Henzo Gracie. Can't thank him enough. I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. So, uh, so yeah. So he brought me under his wing. I started doing private lessons, running classes for Henzo. And then, um, you know, led to good things. Jimmy, I'm excited for the fights this weekend. Sunday instead of Saturday. Yes, it is kind of nice. It's an off night for a fight. Yeah, but it's an on night for us. The next day is uh, Martin Luther King Day, so we have off of work. Mm-hmm. That's good. Huh? That, my kids have off at of school. Is that right? Well, that's the they best. It's, yeah, a, it's a bank be holiday, yeah. we call it. Oh uh, yeah, you know what? Well, let me say that then too. So Tuesday uh-huh. episode's coming out like norm, like it'll come out on Tuesday, yeah. but it'll be a little later in the a day. A little later, we're recording on Tuesday. Yeah, because it's a national holiday and yep. nobody wanted to come in. Um, yeah, Jeremy Stevens against Duho Choi, of course. Uh, number nine against number thirteen is the main event in the featherweight, and uh, Uriah Hall against uh, the guy we're talking to shortly, Vitor Belfort, is the co-main, and uh, Paige Van Zant is fighting against Jessica Rose Clark, and uh, Kamara Usman is against. Uh, Emil Weber Meek. And how come we don't have, uh, we're supposed to have Emil Meek, right? Yeah, Emil Mack. Yeah, he, Mack, sorry. Uh, we, we were supposed to have him. He had to change his flight, and so he's going to be in the air while we we're recording. Oh, so okay. That didn't be, work out. That's going to be a, an, inter- an interesting fight. That's a, him, that's a great fight. Wuzman's a fucking stud. Yes, he is. And when's the last time Wuzman lost? Do we know? Um, he has one loss, and it's back in the day. Let me what, see was, what was the loss? Was it a stoppage or was it a decision? I think it was a decision. Let me see. I mean, that dude's like a, a fucking freight train. 
Yeah, he's a real. I mean, yeah, he lost his second fight. Oh, and it was a rear naked choke, actually lost. But this was in 2013. Dude. So was that in the UFC? Uh, no, that was in somewhere in Florida. He was fighting Jose Caceres. What's mm-hmm. his overall record? He is 11 and one. Okay, and he's six and zero in the UFC. I mean, six and zero in the UFC. But this uh, this this uh, Mech, he's listen. He's used to having some pressure. He fought um, uh, Paharis, who's great with the fucking leg locks. And he beat the piss out of him. How do you feel about that, by the way? I know, like, it's what? a little off topic, but like, Kushimar Palharis has been, no, he's not in the UFC for this reason anymore. He, he holding on to leg locks and, you know, not letting wait, go. Wait, wait, no, no, no. You said, the, you said Uzma, didn't you? Just no, 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 Kushimar no. Palharis. Oh, is that what you yeah. said? I'm oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Say it, what about that? He, part of the reason why he's not in the UFC is because he holds on to these leg locks too long oh, yeah. and Dana had enough of it. And he, he, oh, he was accused of not letting go. Well, and he's done this. I mean, if you watch yeah. the video, I mean, no, I we have a video. I'd love yeah, to see it. It's oh, kind of like which one, which one do you want to see? Kind of like Brock Lesnar no, accusing Frank Mir of not letting go uh, on time when he was tapping. You said Mir likes to hold it a little long too. No, I never. I don't. I don't think I said. Oh, that. maybe uh, I, I feel Mir. Mir no, Mir is known for taking limbs, and he should. The refs okay. there. The either, if you're not going to tap. I'm not trying to be a no, no. Brock accused him. Brock did. Brock yeah, did. Well, he well, too long. and he was also mad at the ref. I think that, I believe that was Steve Mazzagatti because uh, he should have been involved. Uh, he, uh, he's seeing him tap. If a guy doesn't tap and you let go of it, and a guy hadn't tap and the ref doesn't see it, you're about to end this fight. And now you're not. Now you can get bodily harm to you. This is serious business. So it's like I understand committing to this mission, but the second the ref, we're talking about, you'll he'll show you stuff where the ref's touching him. And he's still going, even an extra two seconds. Yeah, with something extended or about this. I mean, it's snapping. The guy's out. He did that a bunch. Yeah, and uh, I feel there's something wrong with him. To be honest with you. Yeah, Sam, so, I and he's holding it well after. Well, let me see it again. Make it bigger, Chris. I, I couldn't yeah. see. Look, it. look, 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 this guy's. Ta- see, that's a. Okay, I mean, I'll go back to here. Yeah. And he's known for the leg lock and and well, that you well, know he can do some serious damage. No, that's not him. No, that's, that's a different fighter. That's oh, an example of like a good, you know. He stopped. Yeah, look, that's Joe Lazone. He's not going to break that on I me. Mean, right. He could have. Uh, oh, this is Joe Lazone talking about Yeah, I it. guess Joe Lazone did okay. a video. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Less than a second. Here, now this is Paul Harris. Look, I mean, he's tapping Dude. and he's still holding. But. Oh, yeah, a, he was holding. He was tapping. Here, wait, he this, this one's even worse. Hold on. Like. And that's, and that's John Fitch he's doing. Yeah, yeah. he held a, on way too long. Yeah, because, he listen, he's a, he's, a, he's a bit of a prick with that. But the thing is this with Paul Harris. I seriously good for Dana for not I think there's something out. mentally wrong with him. Oh, I you think, do. Well, I think he's a simpleton from the mountains of Brazil, and I, I'm being honest. I, I'm <laughs> it's, not no, even, it's just funny the way you said it. No, I think a simpleton's guy, a great no. word. Well, I think he grew up with like a, in a fucking hut with a, 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 a dirt floor, and I think he's, uh, and you know, I don't want to say a dope, but I think he's like, and he gets it on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and and Bustamante used to be his trainer, one of my favorite fighters of all time, uh, former UFC middleweight champ Marulo, Marulo Bustamante. Uh, it, one of my favorites, Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, this guy is phenomenal jujitsu, and one of the first guys to really put it, put his hands in there too, like work his hands into the. Everything's awesome about this dude. Love this guy. Uh, one of the guys I looked up to. Sure, up. but um, he's he got. I, I brought this up before. He was um, uh, Paul Harris's trainer, a teacher. So he told him, "Look, you wait until the ref, you know." Jumps in to let it go because what happened to Bustamante in uh, one of his fights is with Matt Lindland, John McCarthy was his biggest fuck up ever. He broke up, he was about to arm lock, about to stretch out that arm with Matt Lindland, but Matt Lindland did not tap. Right. And he stopped it first. So Bustamante, being a good dude, let it go. Matt Lindland, oh, Matt didn't tap. So he stood them up, put them in the opposite corners of the cage and sides of the cage and goes, and Bustamante's like, man, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing to me, man? He goes, I'm sorry, I messed up, but you got, you know, he had, he had to stand by it. So, he, and then he ended up submitting him again with a GU team. So, so wait, should Lindland have said something or no? Oh no, because he, he didn't who? tap. No, no, Matt Lindland. Well, didn't. Lindland's like, fuck that, man. I because he didn't tap, tap right? He so should have been broken. So either up. way, yeah. but the other guy was screwed. But he ended up tapping him twice because he was about fight. to lock it up. So he tried to tell his fucking simple. Don't let that happen to you. But now you deal. But a normal guy would be like, okay, I'm gonna make sure to ref. Right. But this guy again, I don't know if he's you know running on all cylinders. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he fucking he just doesn't let go. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I've seen him in Abu Dhabi do that to one of the Avalon brothers. He's these right. talented grapplers out of Florida, and he didn't let go. He doesn't let go of the fucking leg or the arm, and he's just you don't need that. You don't need that yeah. uh, in, in in mixed martial. No, and especially general. when he's great at that one. Technique in particular, it's like he can really destroy your knee if he holds it. A- well, that's what I I give a lot of credit to this mech. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, who knocked him out. Right. Was- Mech is like, not up in here. No. And he fucking put a beating, Jimmy. Oh, oh, man. That was odd. You see that fight? Yeah, when Paul Harris went in to take him down, oh. Mech was like, nope, and just elbowed him several times in the head and then ground and pound yeah. finished the fight. Was it in a knee? Was it a knee in there or no? No, I think he just, he kind of like caught him as he came in and then just started dropping. He's tough. Yeah. Tough dude. But this is a tall order, man. I mean, like we just said, man, I mean, Usman. Usman's a guy that I feel should be talked about. That's why who I'm happy. He, who is his last I'm happy we're talking about him. Who did he fight last? Who's he fought one? Sergio Moraes. He knocked him out. That was a replacement fight. I don't remember who, uh, you know, a fill-in. Uh-huh. I don't remember who he's supposed well, to fight, a, but he knocked him out. And well, it's, a studly jiu-jitsu guy. No joke, right. Um, I, I don't know why this guy's not talked about more, but that's why I'm happy we're talking about him. I expect big things uh, from Usman, Usman, but I don't, I mean... Yeah, but, why don't we, but I'm, why don't we I'm excited picks? for the fight. Why don't we do picks? Why don't we do picks, Jimmy? Okay. Let's start with the main card, and then we'll fucking float around. Unless you wanted to start with something early. Let's start with the main card. It's fine. Okay. Let's go. Well, uh, I mean, there's only there's only four yeah, fights four on fights the prelims. On Let's yeah. do the the, uh, the fight, uh, the Fox Sports 1 prelims. Oh, well, you want to pick all of oh, these you fights? Oh, you don't want to? No, we'll just pick the main card, but we could talk about the other fights. You know. you, know, you know what? Let me tell you about this guy across the table. I, you talk too much about the fights. You don't talk <laughs> enough about the fights. Uh, what do you want from me? Blood? Um, what is talk this? I, I, uh, oh, I see. Okay, number two. Lightweight. No, no. It was just that they both ranked the same thing, but now I understand. Yeah. Well, why don't we do at least Darren Elkins on the, on the, sure. on the versus Michael Johnson, who is not too happy. Johnson's last fight was Justin Gaethje? Or yeah. has he fought since? Nope, that was, that a, was and then that was at lightweight, and now this is his featherweight, featherweight yeah. debut. Okay, but um, with Michael Johnson, he's not too happy about being on the undercard. I don't know if you know that. I did not know that, I'm but he probably he would is. be on the main card if there was five fights. This is his hometown, I believe. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Do the research. <laughs> don't be lazy. <laughs> so is he feeling a little disrespected? Is that what I? It is? I think I heard he something is. like he's that. He's from St. Louis. Yes. Well, there you go. It's his main card. But can I just say this? He is. This is this is where he thinks he's not. He's getting disrespected, but he's really not, in my mind. I, because when you're on a, on, the, on the Fox Sports uh, one prelims, so many more people are gonna. Oh wait. Oh no. This, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I know because they're both on FS one. But <laughs> I fucked up. I, I fucked up. I fucked up, Jimmy. What'd you do wrong? Well, I was going to say that, listen, man, it's good to be on the Fox Sports 1 compared to the pay-per-view. And then, what did I realize? That the whole thing's it's not a pay-per-view. Not, it's not a pay-per-view, Jimmy. I know what you're saying, though. So, I mean, I, I tried to make a good point, and then, I mean, I, I know, I'm I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I mean, the prelims start at 8 o'clock. It's not like he's on, so he's going to be on right before the main card. Yeah, right. but my yeah. point was going to be that they do that so that people go, that was such an amazing fight. Let me I order, have to, yes, right. but now they're saying, oh my, I was about to go out yeah. on a Sunday Let night me stay because here. there's nobody working tomorrow. Yeah. Let me stay home because did you see what happens with the Elkins and the, the Mr. Johnson? Yeah. It still has the same general effect. I get your point. And that's going to be a great fight. That could be fight of the night. It, could, it is going to be really, a great fight. Well, enough of that. Let me, let me let's, let's talk about uh, who's going to win that one. I'm going picks. to pick. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to do these picks because you wanted to do the whole... Fucking I guessing. have a six degree of separation. Here, <laughs> <laughs> okay, put that back. That's not all the way on. What's that? The covers. The oh, off, I thought there was a condom. Like it shouldn't be any. There you go. There you go. I'm gonna take Michael Johnson. Jimmy likes it raw, though. Yes, I do. Yes, I, I can't wear a condom. Johnson, how how is he gonna win that? I know. Um, <laughs> I think my cock's allergic to condoms. Hold on. But kids should use them. Not kids. A protected sex is good. No, it's not. Decision. <laughs> okay. Who'd you pick? Michael Johnson, my decision. All right. Um, it really is all guesswork. It is, yeah. I mean, they could easily... It's no disrespect to Darren Elkins. It can go the other of way. Of course. Well listen, well, listen, I'm going to go with... I, and I like Michael Johnson. I, I've seen him before out and uh, very, oh, you know, smiling, good dude. But this Darren Elkins, you know... Uh, Give me get right now. Give me his racket, please. He's on a five. He's on a, a win streak, isn't he? Yeah, he's on five, a five games. Five, 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 five win five streak. Games. <laughs> he's twenty three and five. Well, and his record <laughs> in the UFC right now? Uh, well, he's been in the UFC for quite a while. Yeah. He has three losses in the UFC. Four losses in the UFC. Let's not uh, talk about that. But he's got like ten. Win, you know, he's 10, 11 wins in the UFC. So, well, part of the reason why I, both obviously both studs, but why I'm picking Darren Elkins is uh, one, he's going to be used to the weight. Michael Johnson's. Mm-hmm. Is a stud, but he's shown 
He's don't be switching. You're you No, you're, but you're talking about switching. Well, I'm yeah. making a lot of sense, ain't I? But you yeah, a little bit of sense. You, you can't be changing your a little shit. Little bit of sense. You fuck. You lock that shit in. Well, I wasn't considering the weight. Change. Well, you got to. Well, you don't have to do shit, but I am. Okay. But listen, I'm saying Michael Johnson had some 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 uh, problems with the endurance at lightweight. Is this cut going to help him or hurt him? Hey, man. Well, I'm thinking if you had problems with the endurance there, it's going to help you here. But you That's why I'm giving him a decision. Do you know who has no problems with fucking endurance whatsoever? Darren Elkins. Elkins! Okay, well, then maybe Michael Johnson will uh, be able to, uh, to outlast him now because he's going down, and it's a little bit less weight to carry around. But then okay. again, maybe the cut will hurt it. I know what you're saying. Right. Third round finish for Elkins. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. You think he's going to, whatever, TKO or knockout? Uh, I'm going to say rear naked choke. Oh, okay. Submission. You like that? I do like that. Thank I'm you. I'm actually I, I I get your point about that. I think I'm gonna go with Elkins uh in a decision. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well I'm I'll glad they take the points on that one. <laughs> right. Let's keep uh, moving on. All right, so we're jumping on to this now this is the Woo! main card. Ten PM Eastern on Fox Sports One. Kamaru Usman versus Emil Mech. I gotta take Usman over Mech just because he hasn't lost in so long. I'm gonna take him in a second round submission. Okay. I like what you're saying there, Jimmy. Yeah. I do. I'm going with Usman also because Usman, the guy, I don't see any signs of this guy slowing slowing down. He's never looked better, and his last fight was fucking phenomenal. Um, I like this. I do like I do like this Meek, though. I do. I'm excited to have this guy in the division. You know, he brings some excitement. Uh, a very tall order with Usman. I'm going with Usman. I think, I think, I think Meek's a tough guy. I'm going to go with Usman by decision. Okay. Yeah, I have Usman by decision as well. I think he. You're saying Meek too. What? You're saying Meek too. I said Mech. Oh, I thought you just said Meek. Did you he, say Meek? He might have been saying Meek. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You caught me, Jimmy. Uh, no, I'm just. I'm like, yeah. it's so hard not to. I'm gonna go Kamaru Usman by decision. I think he's gonna use his wrestling probably because this could turn into a, a stand-up war. But why do that if you could take him down? Right. Well, good thinking there, Greg Jackson. All right, let's go. What up? I'm like, yeah, true though. Be right. Dude, you're straight. You're being strategy. Good ones, hobby. Yeah. PVZ Paige Van Zandt versus Jessica Rose Clark. Now, Paige is going uh, up in weight. This is, yes. Uh, this will be her first fight at 125 pounds. And, uh, and Jessica has been fighting uh, at that fight, at that weight? Yes. So, And uh, she just fought um, Beck Rawlings uh, a couple months ago. I'm going to have to go with, uh, with Jessica because I do think putting the weight on, uh, uh-huh. I think that you're carrying around more than you normally do in a fight, which, again, I know that's probably more closer to your walk-around weight, but I also think you're fighting somebody a little larger than you're used to. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, with Jessica Rose Clark. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know which round. Well, listen, Hold on now. That's not part of the mm-hmm. game. You got to know. I know. I'm guessing. Okay. Well, I'm admitting that I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Third round stoppage. Oh, wow. All right. Wow. Go ahead. Hold on. You know what? Paige Van Zant. What? Second round guillotine. Wait, wait what? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. The uh, fuck are you doing, Jimmy? I just changed my mind. You're trying to throw this guy off. Right. No, you go. We're gonna go out of order now because I think this guy just changed my mind. Listen, listen to me. I think I'm influencing people. No, no, I already wrote mine down. All right, go ahead. What do you think? I have PVZ by a decision. I think she'll be able to do it, but I think both are tough. Ooh, and you know. okay, Paige, first round, rear naked choke. All right. That's where I'm going, man. First round, you said? I'm saying the fucking first round by a submission. Okay. All right, I'm just putting submission. We, we don't have to even... We don't have to get into the fucking yeah. details. All right. Um, now, our boy Uriah Hall versus Vitor Belfort. Are we bringing this up to Vitor when he calls in? No, we're calling Vitor right. in a couple of minutes. All right. Um, let me start this off. Okay. Uriah Hall. Second round TKO. Uriah Hall. Second round. TKO, okay, yo, it's kind of the same shit though, but not really. Yeah, not, yeah. I uh, by 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 strikes, yeah. That's what's gonna happen. It's very hard. He's gonna find them. He's gonna I, find them. I, that's the key. Is he gonna find them, or does Vitor take him I down? Just, I just told you he's gonna find them. I hope you're right. You think it's that easy to take this guy down? No. What do you think you're doing? When you're gonna take him down. What are you gonna do to him? Well, I think Vitor is probably gonna try to strangle him or submit him. I didn't mean you literally, yeah. Jimmy. I mean you. But you're you're saying, not fighting him. No, I'm saying Vitor. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. 
guys, what round? Second round? Yeah, I, I'm saying second round. Fucking Uriah is gonna find that chin, or head, or liver. <laughs> He's gonna take something. Uriah, first round. Oh, you just like to be different. No, for, because I'm thinking of him kicking and coming out strong, throwing kicks. Um, first round. Or, first round. Oh, you're, you're thinking. You're giving me a lot of thought. I am. Um, yo, so wait, so you're saying first round what? Finish? First round knockout. A finish. Right. I, I, have, I have Uriah first round finish too. I think that's right. that's the move for Uriah to just come out. Right. I'm, I was Put more the pressure thinking what is Vitor going to do in the first round. I'm thinking... Right. Is he trying to feel him out or is he going right for... Uh, for, for this going to be a little... Go No, I was going to say, well, that's the thing, right? I mean, Vitor's whole career, it's first two minutes of the fight, it's like a buzzsaw, but now maybe he's changing up his style, so yes. you don't know what you're going to get, but... Uh, I feel that Uriah fought versus through some major shit, shitty positions, and... Uh, I think that's going to help. I mean, he's he's seen a lot of shit in that cage now. So he's been in some bad position. He had to fight through some major, 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 major tough spots, man, where all the guys would have been finished, fight through, through some adversity in there that really just is going to make this guy that experience. To know that he can weather that stuff and come back and put people to sleep, that's just going to make him even... Hey, listen, he, look what he survived down there. Yep. For that first Musasi fight. That's right. He got up yep. and he put him away afterwards. And um, That was and incredible. The, and the last fight with Kristoff. Yeah. This dude, he, I think he's coming into his own. And uh, I think he's going to he's gonna make his mark on Vitor. Okay. So you have Uriah too. We all Fuck have Uriah. Yeah, home. I do. Yeah. Now the main event, Jeremy Stevens, Duho Troy. I was going to say, now we got Vitor calling in. <laughs> um now Jeremy's been Duo Troy is very tough. Oh man, yes. this is an interesting one, though. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? What do you think it is? Jeremy Stevens. Go ahead. I want to say fourth round stoppage. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I'm gonna go with Duho Choi. Okay. Okay. Duho, I'm gonna. Okay. How is Duho going to do it? That's what you're saying? Yes. Is that what you're looking at? That's yeah. what I want to know, yeah. That's what you want to know? Love to. Me too. If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I'm going to say that the, that he's going to get this job done, but it's not going to be an easy task. No. I'm going to say fourth round TKO. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. Go ahead. Get on that. I'm going to say I love, I love taking limbs. Korean Superboy first round knockout. Wait, is that guy fighting who? Oh, that's his nickname? That's Duho Choi. I know it is. Okay. But what'd you say? First round knockout. I know. It's a bit, it's a ga- I'm gambling on this you one. Are but isn't everything a gamble? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, what the fuck? Because Jeremy Stevens looked unbelievable against Gilbert Melendez in his last fight. He's been on a good streak. Duho's accurate as hell. Yeah. But I think... Oh, yeah. I, huh? Accurate as hell. I'm going to clean up my act. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know? Let's get Vitor on the phone. Let's, right? get, Let's get Vitor right. on the good phone. Good picks. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. 
how do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph and a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. When you're thinking about a fight, you say it really is impossible to pick a fight. Unless it's okay. a guy like... He's 40 years old. Me and Vito Kuna went to school together. Go ahead. If it's Stipe fighting in Ghana, chances are it's going to be a knock. I get everyone wrong, though. No, what, you what you if, won. Uh, you won the summer. doesn't matter. I, I still I, didn't I, see... Say, uh, no one saw Overeem get knocked out that fast. No one saw Rose Namajunas knocking out or, or, or uh, Joanna Yanjiechi tapping due to strike. Who the fuck sees any of this stuff? I didn't see GSP winning. Hello, Vitor. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Good, buddy. You're talking to uh, to Jim and to Matt Sarah on UFC Unfiltered. Thank you. What's up, Vitor? Uh, what up, Matt? How are you? <laughs> I know Vitor a long time. I'm good, my man. Vitor, I mean, I'm, I'm an old school guy. You've been in this game longer than me, and you're still kicking ass, my friend. Congratulations oh, on that. Thank you. I'm, I'm, that's, that's my retirement fight. So after that, my body to rest. Wait a minute. Wait a second. This is is this your retirement fight? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Is this is this known? Have you been saying this? Yeah. Oh, this he's like, yeah. I, I thought this was like breaking first, news. Yeah, this is it. Breaking this, news. This is breaking oh, is. news. Oh wow. What made this? Now you've been fighting. I think your first uh, fight, professional fight, was '96. What what made this finally go? Like I, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I think, you know, life is about season, you know. That's what I like. I wish I wish Brazil, even Florida where I live, we had seasons, you know, summer, winter, springs. Uh, hold on. Vitor, pardon the interruption, but your phone is cutting in and out, and we want to hear what you say. Oh, now? So oh, that's better. Now it's better, yes. Okay. So life is about season, and I think you've got to know the seasons, you know, and I think... I did more than enough. You know, just to think back, I was sometimes I go flashback, just like Matt said, and I flash back. I say, "Wow, I'm still doing this." I say, "Wow, man, it's crazy," and and I'm very thankful. But I think my body needs to rest. You know, just, just and I have other things. I have business of my own. I have the I develop a system, a group class training system that we're going to franchise. I just want to. You know, I want to help the sport in a way, you know, if, if the organization think it can be accomplished in some way, work with the sport, help them, you know, do other things. I think we have we got to know the time to start, and I think we need to know the time to end. You know, it's, it's about time. Do you still love it the way you used to love it, or is it just that your body at age 40, it's a little harder to get your body to do what you want it to do? If you cannot, you cannot tell me the forty-year-old. You know, you have a fresh body. Sure. <laughs> of course, it's not the same. But you know, I'm very fortunate that I, I knew how to. A lot, a lot of experience. I had the chance to work with one of the best coaches and fitness product in the world. So I, I knew how to take care of my body. But I think it's time. You know, I got kids. I wanna, I wanna be able to. I think I, I donate a lot of time and a lot of stuff you know to the sport and i think it's time i, I see the sport is growing great talents and yeah, i just where where i'm leaving the sport that i never expect you know guys in my area never expect to be fighting and i'm still relevant not just i'm still relevant for the sport but i think it's i need to walk away you know i want to i want to that that's my that was my journey. I accomplished a lot of great things. And I want to do all the great things. I'm going to the second journey of life, and I'm, I'm happy. When you first started fighting, uh, almost 22 years ago, I mean professionally, not even training, how long did you realistically think you'd be fighting for? Like when you pictured your future, what did you think? <clears throat> I was a man. I always was a man of the moment. That, that was, I think, what helped me to go through things, to, to things that I went through life, to difficult times. So I always, you know, 
I, I see people, they're not living the moment. They're always expecting something, you know. And that that is a good side and a bad side. I never planned that. But I remember in 2007, I made a... I made a decision to say, okay, I'm going to be fighting since I'm going to try to go until I'm 40. And here I am, you know, you know finish where I make this plan when I was in 2007, I think it was, and then in 2011, I made another. So I was, I was kind of feeling my body, but not just that, you know, feeling, you know, you, you got to respect your body and you got to know, you know, the time to transition to what's next for you because a lot of people a lot of athletes itself they, they cannot transition you know they don't have you know nothing to do after so and when you know what you have and of course life presents you with, with opportunity you just got to take it and 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 now i'm focusing my business i, I developed the belfort fitness lifestyle i'm starting open franchise this year i'm excited you know to share with regular people what took me years of learning, you know, doing the right thing. And, and Matt can say that because we as a fighter, we we do so many bad stuff to our body in terms of training and, and being fit that is not healthy. And, and I want to be able to share that with regular people and give them the best way that they can prevail and be to have a healthy life. And you, you, you kind of figure now that you're fighting uh, um, Uriah Hall, and, and you know that Uriah Hall, Uriah's a striker. So, I mean, obviously he's uh, been preparing, I guess, for you to try to uh, take it to the ground, or do you think maybe you want to surprise him and stand up a little bit? He's asking for your game Of course I am. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, it's, uh, of course he knows I have, you know, I have solid ground. And, and a solid stand-up. So I think he better be prepared for both. And, and it's a fight, you know. In in the moment, you gotta just you gotta take advantage of the moment. And that's been my my whole fighting strategy of my career. You know, I just just going out there and just give my best. Let me ask you, Vitor. Um, training over at TriStar. What made you want to train there? And how is it training with uh, Coach Zahabi? You know, Fihai is a is a philosopher, so it's it's he's, he's he think outside the box. But not just that; I think it was a great great fit. You know, I, we always been friends for a long time, and and I, you know, when you want to do something right, you, you need to sacrifice a little. So you know, I part of my life it's been about sacrifice, and I and I thought, you know, I'm not scared to try new things and. And that's how it made me be who I am. I always looking for a way to improve. And and I think when I started the game, you know, it was crazy. It was martial arts against martial arts. And yeah. you, you kind of got that, Matt. You remember, yes. if you're jiu-jitsu from Carson, you cannot train with the Gracie. And I always never liked that. You know, I always want to say, I want to train with everyone. Uh, how I can learn from him. How I... And I remember people used to criticize me. Now you are Creonchi, you now you're a traitor, you cannot do that. And now we see the sport has evolved, break a lot of paradigm doing the way. And I think the fighters have a big, bigger mentality now. So I was looking for people that have that kind of mentality, how I can improve my game, how I can. So I'm a, I'm a learner. So I said, and I went there. As a student, you know, so it's it's great. It's a great place, great people. You know, the Canadian, they're very, very warm and very welcome, very well-educated. So it was a good experience. And you have to separate. You have to stay away from your comfort zone. So it was a lot of things together. But the components is more the people. You know, I love the people. I love your house. You know, yeah. George is a great friend. And I love the people there, you know. And, and I'm learning and I'm growing. So I, I'm not afraid to take take risk and and i think was a great move yeah montreal they're very nice to you over there oh, man, <laughs> yeah they weren't too nice to me there was chance of fuck you sarah oh yeah but that's when george kicked my ass but those chances also happen in this studio when he walks in every day <laughs> yeah. but, you know, but 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 like now you you know when things go on the side that's and i think that's one of the things i think the sport and I know we are a very aggressive sport, but I think 
we're going to be able in the future to the, the fight will sell themselves without being that thing because in the, we learned from this kind of we took a little bit of WWE out of it, you know, to be more entertaining. And I think we are transitioned for the sport. When this becomes a mainstream sport, and I think fighters will not be able to, you know, be more chance. Or I make more money, I sell more tickets if I become their personality. I think I can, I trust and I can see we are going through a direction of more less entertaining and people will buy it the sport you know I think we are we are in the challenge of moving that direction alright well Vitor thank you very much and listen thank you for uh, letting us know that this may be your final fight if it is indeed your final fight and you decide to hang it up after this uh, thanks for an amazing career. I mean, you're 26 and 13, you, so this will be your 40th yeah. decision. And uh, you've given us just years and years and years of wars and great fights. That's so right. uh, I, I don't think there's right. a UFC fan or an MMA fan that doesn't appreciate what you've contributed. So thank you. Thank you, Vitor. Thank you, man. Thank you. This time the map knows the body needs to rest. Yes. It does. And I, I have other things to do, so I'm, I'm very content. And you just got to go and, and, and be, trust trust that. I trust that the future has amazing things for me, you know, outside of the octagon as well. Because my cage in my my in my life, you know, doesn't have fences. So I'm, I'm ready for the second journey. All right, buddy. Well, good luck and uh, good luck in St. Louis. Okay. Take care, Vitor. God bless you guys. Take care. Everybody. Thanks, Vitor. Take care. Take care. That's a... Yeah, we apologize. The audio quality was a little. It might have been dropping in. It sounds like someone's talking and moving, but he said he wasn't. So it may have just been the connection. Little, so little, we, we had to cut that a couple minutes short. It was a little bit of a bummer because I liked talking to him. I did too. It's he's, upsetting he's a nice guy. when I talk to guys and they're so nice. And I know, and I've seen them. And I, and I I've, listen, I've been in Japan with Henzo running into Vitor at Pride. And so it's like weird. And I know I'm picking Uriah because I'm closer to Uriah. But then I always have a little bit in me. That just feels a little bad. I never it feel just, bad because I'm not picking on a basis. You hardcore. No, no, no. But it's not. It's literally you're picking two great fighters. I, I think this one can beat that one. It, it doesn't mean anything. I'll probably pick Ngannou uh, to win, but it's hard to pick against Stipe. I, I prefer Stipe, and I can never root against Stipe Miocic. Right. Well, that's the thing, right? Picking isn't rooting. You're, you're no. not necessarily saying, oh, I want Stipe to get knocked out. Of course not, but... Yeah, it I might don't. happen. You know. Yeah, I, it is hard. To, it is, I know what you're saying, though. It's hard for me to pick against a guy I like, like or that I've talked to. Like that's really hard. I don't know if they caught this at the end with Vitor because he said something kind of profound. It was nice, but I don't think you heard it. What he said in his in his life in his cage, there are no fences. He did, did say there that? are no fences. Yeah, that was fucking. He said the other guy's a a philosopher. That was pretty deep. Yeah. No, I said something similar. Once, what do you but... say, Jimmy? I said, uh, say? I said, sometimes I feel like I'm in a cage, but all I have to really do is paint the fence. It's my karate lesson. <laughs> Boo? I'm, I'm yeah. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking. No, yes! no, 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 no. No. Yeah, exactly. Me. Way off. <laughs> Way off. So, Jimmy, what do you have to plug? I'm li listen, I'm looking forward to this weekend, Jimmy. I, I really am. I'll be in St. Louis next weekend. Of course, you know, a few nights after the fight, because why would I want the UFC fans to come? Uh, I will be there on next uh, Friday night. At the Pantages, and then Saturday, I am in Lawrence, Kansas. I have Utah that just went on seal, Vancouver, Canada. I have Long Island. I have New Jersey. I have Connecticut. I have a lot of gigs left. So please come out and see me. Uh, Detroit. I just a lot of UFC fans. What's up, Detroit? Yeah. I'm sorry. I like Eminem and D12, and I'm just using so I, I do too. To music. I, oh, what's up, Detroit? How come we don't even talk? Oh, that's a good old D12 with Eminem. <laughs> no. There's a little beef Hell, currently in the uh, rap community with, uh, yeah, this oh, really? guy uh, Joe Button, yeah. who I kind of enjoy because I'm not in that world. Who? This guy Joe Button, he's just like a podcast. Okay. He was, I believe, a rapper, and he now he just oh, kind yeah. of discusses it. What up? And he's not afraid of offending artists. So what do you do? I don't know. They said he was a little too harsh on Eminem's album. Then Fifty Cent came out and said some mm. things. He's harsh on Eminem's? No, no, no. Harsh criticizing it, but apparently oh, yeah. they were friends. I believe this is an outsider's knowledge. Yeah, I, no, was, I gave you all I have. Uh, Joe Comment, Bunn, if Chris. If, if I'm remembering correctly, was in Slaughterhouse, which he was in with like Royce the Five Nine, like people that were I around like Eminem. So, yeah. Royce the Five Nine, I like yeah. him. I do. Interesting. Um, you know what? So I, now there's beef. We you know, know what I'm worried about, really, Jimmy, and we're gonna go soon. I know because I know you gotta fucking make an appointment. Is um, you know, I don't want my wife not to like, not to wanna, not to. 
be turned off and not to want to have sex with me. Of course, how you could understand? she? You're a stud. Because, no, but she watches me play the VR games. I won't turn her off. And I think I beg to differ. No. You can't be a cool studly guy saying get to the chopper with that shit on your head. It's not, she hears me sometimes. She's like, what, what's the matter with you? Jimmy, I like this VR stuff too much, and I'm getting haunted by that clip I saw of Joe Rogan saying that he can't have it in his house. Oh come on! Because I know why. I know why, Jimmy. It's fun. Because Joe, here's why Joe can't have it in his house. It's too much fun. No, because he's too busy. He's if he's not shooting an elk, he's eating a pot piece of food. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> well, I'm gonna, well put. Yeah. yeah, pot piece of food. <laughs> I was gonna say pot brownie, but I'm like, no, there's too many things. Yeah. Rogan has all this weird shit. Hey, you like my hat? It's edible. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I'm gonna <laughs> do with him though. I'm gonna fucking unfollow him on Instagram because he puts up pictures of his fucking of his meat. It sounds like Jimmy. Yeah, don't that, not, no, that. Of the of the stuff he hunts. And yeah. he prepares it. I don't, dude. I get fucking hungry. Yeah, I, I told him. It's like I literally <laughs> watch on, him dude. cooking it's like fucking elk. food porn. It's fucking delicious, Jimmy. I'm gonna really. I can't wait to February. That's when I'm gonna start my. I don't want to. No, no, I shouldn't say that because I don't want to put big people. See, like, hey, thought you like to see me in the pizzeria after February and go. Sure. I thought you said you. Yeah, you don't want to put. You don't want to put that out there. I'm not gonna put that out there. But February-ish. Good. Mm-hmm. In that time, before March. Yes. Because next thing you know, we're in spring. Sure. And then I'll just say we'll have to wait till fall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, listen, I know what I'm doing this weekend. What else am I doing this weekend? <laughs> I'm just doing sets. What are you doing? I have an insurance adjuster coming to my house. That's why I'm leaving because my apartment flooded and I'm just dealing with this now and I got the quote, oh, which was very high. You so told me about that. And fucking nightmare. You know what's even more interesting? That's interesting. Sure. What's more interesting? Saturday night, if anybody's around Long Island, I'm going to give a plug to Lou Negley's event. It's, uh, it's, um, <laughs> it's Rise. It's going to be on... Fucking fight pass. Can you look that Is up Is it? Me? Let me make sure, yeah. It, look at this guy. He's not believing me. Just like you didn't believe me that Ray Mercer be fucking Tim fucking Lemon. I never heard that. It, well, you heard it from me, and you thought I was under the influence of something that was wrong, putting sports no. together. You go, Ray Mercer, I don't... And he said it, not, not douchey, because I love Jimmy, but he said, like, well, I don't think that really happened. I really didn't. And I'm like, well, Jimmy, it happened, but I was so secure that I go, oh, really? It did. Then he looked it up, and I was kind of like, I was kind of like being cocky, like a peacock. I was sticking my head chest out. So I, was, so I was right. But anyway, my I'm sorry, Jimmy, I hit your leg. But my point is, I'm going to this thing, Rise. R-I-S-E, <laughs> Rise. You know, I saw Rise. Rise Invitational. Look at this motherfucker trying I mean, to- I'm not, I'm not saying that it's on Fight Pass. So I'm I hearing it's on fucking Fight I, I'm Pass. I'm not sure. I, I cannot confirm that. Could you confirm that? You're saying this Saturday the 13th. Well, I, I don't know if they can do a replay or something. Is okay, well, there's an Invicta card on on that night. So well, I don't let's know plug that. Really okay, well, yeah, Invicta 27 is on. And eventually, this thing's going to be on Fight Pass. <laughs> I, got, I got a bunch of students competing. <laughs> Even, you know, I got, I got, you know, it's going to be a good time. My buddy Jason Rao is going to be like fucking headlining that shit. He takes limbs. He was in my little Instagram video I put last night. I mean... Getting out of Umaplata is escaping fucking side control into taking fucking ripping Camorras. I enjoy all my jobs. Hanging out with Dana. Fucking hanging out with you and Chris the producer here having a, a tremendous good time. time and you know what else I like? Escaping bad positions and taking lifts, Jimmy. That's <laughs> yeah, what I like. Because you're the Camorra Savage. That's I right. am the Camorra Savage. Don't you forget it. And people, I appreciate the names. You keep bringing up new names. But I'm, I'm putting that to bed. Uh, you, I got a nice lesson from a good friend of mine named Uriah Hall. You're oh. a stud. And he told me, you stand by what you pick. You stand by it. Thank, I'm going to do that, Mr. Uriah Hall, because <laughs> I respect you so much. And he told me to stand by Why do I have to be indifferent? Do you like my name? Should I have it? No. I like my name. You like it. And that's good enough all for that me, matters. And that's what, I'm, that's what I'm standing by. Good for you. All right? So if anybody wants to find me this weekend, I'll be in the corner of Jason Rowell. Marab is going to go in there and take a match. He's fucking Marab. Oh, wow. Yeah, Marab's a beast. Um, and also, you know what's funny about Marab? I just gave him his blue belt. But meanwhile, the guy's definitely close to purple, if not because he's. But he came from a Sambo background. And uh, I'm like, dude, I never belted that motherfucker because I don't see him. I see him on certain nights, but I don't see him with the Gion and this and that. Right. So that's a little overdue. He's way better than a blue belt. <laughs> but, uh, and also, I got my other guy, a brown belt of mine, Michael Sully. I got a, 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 one of my girls, Lauren Bracha. 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 Yes. Jimmy, it's going to be a good time. That's yeah. Saturday night for me. Good, buddy. Yeah. You know? And then uh, on Sunday, we have fights. Sunday, I'm really looking I forward can't. to it. Really looking forward yeah. to this fight. Yeah, it's a great card. The and actually the UFC Fight Pass prelim started six PM Eastern. There's five fights there. The FS1 prelim started at eight, and then the main card is ten PM, 10 PM Eastern. Yeah. 
Well, that's a proper plug if I ever heard one, Jimmy. All right, well, we will see you in a couple of days. I'm going to tinkle. You're not going to be here next week, the first... You wait, know, you will be... Here. Oh! We're both here. I thought we were. We went over that we earlier. We it out. Okay. okay, guys. You want to talk more about my video games? We'll save that. We'll save that for next time. Please. All right, Jimmy, let's end the show. Let's give a high five. No, no. It's a high five. I, I, you went to do a, a pound. I didn't, I didn't know what you were going to do. And I had my hand out. So I'm going to hold your five. fist. Here we go. Let's go. My paper beat your rock. Watch my high five. Go. I don't do that. That was very feminine. Can we do another one? All right, cool. All right, hey, ready? And let's make it like a... Uh, Sound like a, like we're shutting off the show in like in a, in a professional way. Here we go. Hey man, I had a great time today. What about you, partner? Oh, sure did. See you next time, brother. Ow. <laughs>